0: You are listening to Abroad, Holistic Leadership and Team Development. I've mentioned several times that our team's goal with this study was to go beyond the high-level insights that entrepreneurs are stressed out, burned out, and having difficulty finding enough time to achieve business success. We wanted to look deeper as a team to uncover the psychological patterns that are at the source of these well-being challenges. And by psychological patterns, what we mean are combinations of subconscious mindsets and behaviors that have the tendency to accelerate the mental health challenges we've been referencing. So to do this, we looked at the average scores of all categories and subcategories within the data set. We did a Likert analysis of all the subcategories. We looked at all the specific questions, and we did a correlation analysis of all of the subcategories. And we also examined the qualitative insights that we generated through our interviews and our executive coaching over the years. So after 1,300 entrepreneurs took this awareness assessment and our team synthesized these hundreds of hours of conversations and interviews, what our team discovered was that there was this core pattern that we refer to as the spiral of entrepreneurial suffering, which is characterized by three recurring behaviors and assumptions. The first one is I am my company. So entrepreneurs frequently identify as their company to everyone in their social sphere. And even if the entrepreneur does not identify as their company, society tends to do it for them. And we'll dig deeper on this in a moment. The second one is controlling the uncontrollable. Entrepreneurs tend to push their anxieties aside and attempt to control reality, which causes psychological stress when reality does not conform our expectations. And we'll look at some of the behavioral patterns that come out of this particular area. And number three is beating up on self. So entrepreneurs are psychologically beating up on themselves at scale because they experience their struggles as a reflection of their worth as a human being. So let's dig deeper down. Let's talk about the first one. So this, I am my company. Okay. So we ask the question, my company Uh, or career is who I am. And most entrepreneurs agree with this statement. And actually, if you compare entrepreneurs to their team members, there's almost a full uh, point deviation around the answer to that question. So it's natural for a lot of us to identify as our careers, but especially common for an entrepreneur to do it. Now, let's go down let's dig a little deeper now and see how this works. Okay, So when I say Mark Zuckerberg, you think blank. When I say Steve Jobs, you think. When I say Jeff Bezos, you think. So if you answered Facebook, Apple, and Amazon, you're not alone. For most entrepreneurs who dedicate their lives to their professional missions, it's easy to become identified as that mission. So what happens is is that first comes a great idea. As excitement around the idea builds, the entrepreneur shares with their family, their friends, and their community their passion to spend the majority of their life pursuing the idea. Some of those family members, friends, and community members may even invest in the idea that has a minimal chance of succeeding. As the idea becomes a tangible business, the next step is to put a product or a service in the hands of customers. If the entrepreneur executes well, the press may write about it, and the product and, you know, might get funded by professional investors to grow the business. So now what's happened is is that the entrepreneur has created expectations for success with their family members, friends, community, customers, partners, investors, uh, and even the press, that this idea will have an impact on their community or society. And as that impact of the business continues to expand, so do the expectations for success on the entrepreneur. So again, going back to Elon Musk, he's a great example. So, he's one of the most revered entrepreneurs of our time. And the entire world and all the financial markets are watching his every move as he looks to transform the automobile industry and put humans on Mars. There was a podcast where he decided to smoke a spliff, which is a cigarette that's a combination of tobacco and marijuana. And what happened is is that the next day, his stock went down 10% at Tesla. So, what this highlights is that even if the entrepreneur does not believe they are their company or identifies their company, Society often tends to do it for us. So what happens if the business struggles or fails? In a society that glorifies success and personalizes failure, the failure becomes a reflection of the human being. And this is what entrepreneurs are subconsciously afraid of. If the business they identify with fails, then that is a reflection of their failure as a human being. Okay, so this is really interesting stuff here, and what I often found in my executive coaching is that this might come up, we might bring this up to an entrepreneur, but while things are going really well and the bank account's flush and so forth, it doesn't actually seem like it's an issue. When it becomes an issue is when you're getting challenged and all of a sudden you're facing the real potential of failure, in that place, all of a sudden you realize that deep down subconsciously this is actually going on and running the show. And this is not just for big entrepreneurs like Elon Musk. This can also be a small business entrepreneur. Let's say you're in a small community and you open up a restaurant and there's you know maybe, I don't know, a thousand people that live in the town. Everybody knows that that's your restaurant. If that restaurant fails, you're then going to be living in that town with those thousand people. And we get so many messages as human beings that the success of our life is related to the success of our career. This is why it's important. So let's go a little bit deeper now and understand what are the emotions that are actually driving the belief system, I am my company. And this is something that we don't often like to look at, but they're really arrogance and fear. So when you believe that your company is all about you, this leads to self-centered behaviors where you're constantly comparing yourself to others and needing to be the best. Okay, so we know a lot of entrepreneurs who operate this way, right? So when things don't go as planned, these self-centered behaviors cause entrepreneurs to resist reality and say things like, this is not how it's supposed to be, which leads to further psychological suffering. And again, entrepreneurs are not consciously intending to be arrogant. What's fueling the arrogance is a subconscious fear of unworthiness. And this is most evident, like I mentioned before, when an entrepreneur faces the real possibility of failure. On the brink of failure, we have found most entrepreneurs start to question their value and the overall meaning in life. They face an emptiness within and a vast unknown that can be petrifying. They start asking questions like, who am I if I'm no longer running this company? Nobody's going to employ me. What am I going to do? And another effect of the I am my company pattern is the feeling of being alone. So entrepreneurs often say things like, I must do it or no one else will or I'm the only one that can do this. And we even asked that question in our research. We said, the question was, when something goes wrong, I'm always the one to fix it. And most, almost 60% of entrepreneurs agree with that statement. So this is one of the questions entrepreneurs scored lowest on, and it almost had a full point deviation from the answers of their team members. So the belief systems that I am my company, and it's all up to me, They stop the entrepreneur from seeing and receiving the support that is available to them, which creates further stress, burden, and responsibility, and it exacerbates the spiral of entrepreneurial suffering. Okay, so let's let's just take that in for a moment. And what we're going to do is we're now going to move on to the next one and talk about controlling the uncontrollable. You've been listening to Abroad, holistic leadership and team development.